Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! The news keeps coming. That's just sort of the state of affairs. Usually around this time of year, it starts to slow down. It's not slowing down anytime soon. From the NFL draft to the free agent market in the National Football League to the incredible and never-ending, always churning, always spinning world of the transfer portal when it comes to Division One basketball. We got it all for you here today. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Happy Monday. Absolutely jam-packed show today, so we got to roll. We don't have time uh, to screw around at all here. It's like the Mad Hatter says, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. We got a bunch of them today. About five minutes from now, Patrick O'Connell, former Grizz linebacker, on his way to the Seattle Seahawks. He'll join us for a brief conversation about what that was all about, uh, how that all came to fruition, and what he thinks going to play for his favorite team growing up. Guess what? Ty O'Connor from Montana State, he's also going to Seattle. He'll join us in about 15 minutes. Break down the whole process. 445, James Campbell will also join the show. Former Montana State Bobcat, he is also headed to Seattle. Those three plus Anthony Adams, a former Portland State All-American, that makes four, at least this far, thus far, and counting Big Sky alums that are headed to play for the Seattle Seahawks. So most of the first hour here will be reactions from Three guys with ties to the state of Montana that are headed now uh, to the NFL as undrafted free agents. Only one guy from the Big Sky got drafted, Marte Mapu, the uh, Big Sky Conference defensive MVP out of Sac State. He was a mid-third-round pick, went to the New England Patriots. Uh, But a bunch of guys from the Big Sky, including those three we just named, get a shot. Callahan O'Reilly of Montana State, Justin Ford of Montana. They are each heading to rookie minicamps. Uh... O'Reilly headed to Chicago, Ford headed to Baltimore. So at least an opportunity, at least a foot in the door. And then this just came down the pipe just right before the show. Malik Flowers, the All-American kick returner for the Grizz, he's headed to the Saints. Not sure the details on that contract, but sounds like uh, he's at least going to get an opportunity there as well. We'll go through all the big sky guys that are getting shots. Uh, All the guys, uh, maybe we'll even do a little draft evaluation as well. In between some of the draft stuff, though, we'll break up the football. We'll talk some basketball. Connor Dick, our Vertical Rays and ESPN MT, Class AA Boys Basketball Player of the Year, a Missoula Hellgate product. He committed to the Montana Grizzly basketball team on Friday, so he'll join us in studio about 4.30, so looking forward to catching up with Connor. Our number two, all things NFL draft, all things Big Sky All-Star team, in Logan, Utah, because Utah State, they keep on reeling them in. The, basically, the, 
The individual awards from the Big Sky, most of those guys are out of the Big Sky. Most of those guys are going to Utah State to play for Danny Sprinkle, the latest great Osabar headed on his way from Bozeman to Logan. So we'll talk about the prospects of this roster that Sprinkle's assembling in Utah State and give you sort of a lay of the land of everybody that uh, made all league last year that's no longer in the league uh, in the Big Sky Conference. And uh, then, of course, we'll talk NBA as well. Like I always say on this show, the number one thing I'm always rooting for is me being right. I told you all along, no matter what anybody wants to say, I told you we were going to get Dubs versus Lake Show, Warriors versus Los Angeles Lakers, and we got it. Virtuoso performance by Steph Curry. What does it do to his legacy? I mean, it absolutely vaults him even higher. He was already an all-time great player. He's certainly uh, in the conversation with the greatest of the greats. I also have a little bit of a blindside conversation to have with Andrew about the one and only Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler. Where does he rank in NBA history? I think it's actually higher than people want to give him credit for. Not sure he's got the propaganda and promotion machine behind him like a lot of the guys that would be comparative have had. Uh, But we shall discuss in hour number two. Jam-packed Nuanas now. That is your show outlook. This is the Montana Football Hour. Montana Football Hour proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. We also have a whole bunch of best of the weekend, but we'll get to that in a minute because... We have our first guest for the day, friend of the show at this point, a guy who's come on many times during his career at the University of Montana, but now making his first appearance as a professional football player, Patrick O'Connell. He signed with the Seattle Seahawks over the weekend. Patty, thanks for joining us, man. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. How you doing? No, very good, man. First of all, super proud of you and uh, super happy for you. Just take us through it because uh, I think that this year, more than any other year maybe in my time covering the Big Sky, certainly was a waiting game because you could just see the way the draft process has been sort of stratified. Basically, everybody that got drafted was out of the Power Five. I think there was only 12 FCS players drafted, only one guy out of the Big Sky. But then a whole string of guys from the Big Sky and the FCS got contracts right away. So just take us through it. What was your Saturday like? Where were you watching the draft? And what was it like when you got that call from the Seahawks? Yeah, um, so... We started watching around the fifth round um, just to have it on and stuff. You know, obviously going into it, I was expecting um, if I was to get my name called, it'd be late in the seventh round. Um, So we were just kind of sitting around. Um, We were at my fiance's parents' house, um, had her family there and my family there as well. Um, Like I said, just sitting around waiting for a call. Um, I think everyone in the room was really anxious and nervous probably more than me because I knew um, the reality of it. You know, I knew it was either late seventh round or just wait for the call right after. But um, if you don't really play football or understand it too well, then you don't understand what's going on. So that's kind of how my family was and stuff. But, yeah, so the seventh round got over, and then we just played the waiting game and um, waited for those calls to start coming in. Um, We had a few call before – the Seahawks, but um, unfortunately, none of them were to um, to sign. They wanted me to just participate in their mini camps and stuff. Um, and then uh, John Schneider called my agent and said, "We want to sign him, and we need another backer." So it was it was a no brainer right there. I said, "Yep, let's do it." And now, now we got to make it happen. Now you got to make it happen, but you got yourself an opportunity, which is all you can ask for, which is pretty cool. Patrick O'Connell joining us here on the Montana Football Hour, former Grizz linebacker, now headed to the Seattle Seahawks, signed a free agent contract uh, here just over the weekend. Uh, I, I read the the release that Montana did, and I know you grew up a Seahawks fan, so that part is pretty cool, but I also think it's such a great opportunity for you because, you know, the NFL is such a, a wild business right now, but there's been some certain franchises in which – Guys that have come from sort of underdog backgrounds or, you know, sort of have this chip on their shoulder have have a great opportunity to make it. And the Seahawks have been one of those. And there's been guys even from Montana that have gone there and made a career. So uh, what do you think of the opportunity in Seattle? That must be pretty sweet for you, a guy that grew up a Seahawks fan, knowing that you're going to go play for the Hawks now here uh, in the Emerald City. Yeah, it's truly uh, a dream come true for sure. Um, Like you said, there's guys that um, I've become pretty close with as well. that I've talked to, that they've had their their path start there, which is pretty cool. Um, talked to Brock Coyle a lot. Yeah. And it's it's a similar similar path that happened. He signed there as an undrafted free agent as well. So 
Um, he's been very helpful through all this stuff and can't thank him enough. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to, to get there in front of a, you know, a Hall of Fame coach and the coaching staff that he's built and start getting to work because I know that um, even though I put a lot of work in to get where I'm at now, I know it's just going to amplify more to, to make the roster. So, And I'm, I'm all in to do whatever it takes to make that roster. So, yeah. Blaine McElberry was a great Grizz player in the late 90s. He told me this, this story when he first signed with the Packers. He reports to camp, and he's, he's sitting there looking around, and he's like, oh, my gosh. Like there's Brett Favre and, and there's you know there's Sterling Sharp and there's all these guys that mm-hmm. I've been watching on TV and he's like, dude, you got to snap out of it. You're on this team too. You got you got to you know you, you got to go make this squad. So I mean, how do you sort of adjust your mindset? It is such a dream come true, and I'm sure if you told eight year old Patrick O'Connell he'd be playing for the Seahawks, he'd just be giddy beyond belief. But how do you sort of then change and say, hey, now it's time to work. Now I got to go attack this thing and go make this roster. Yeah, the last couple of days it's kind of been that way where I've been like thinking about all the players I've watched growing up and like Bobby Wagner, especially I'm like, I'm going to go in and be working with Bobby Wagner. And, um, the last couple of days are kind of like that. And then, um, I think reality hit today and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta keep training. And I, I went back and, um, got into the gym and that's when it set in. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm a professional football player now and I've got to, um, I got to be one of the guys. I can't. I can't be fanboying over people or being excited, too excited to see players that I've watched uh, growing up and all that. So the time is here now, and it's it's crazy. Patrick O'Connell joining us here on Nuanas now. Recent signee of the Seattle Seahawks, former All American uh, for the Grizz. Uh, did Seattle tell you what what the position might be? I know that you were such a great edge guy uh, the last couple years for the Grizz, mm-hmm. but I know you, you said you were open to maybe. Trying some inside stand up, yeah. uh, stand up inside linebacker stuff. So, where are we at? Have they told you what what they want you to be there in Seattle? Yeah, um, it's looking like more of a, a true inside backer. Um, I was talking with one of their assistant coaches. Actually, used to play Lofa to Tupu. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had a good conversation and stuff, and he said he texted me and was talking about playing inside backer. But he said he he uh, he loves my tape and he loves how I can do so many things and that he believes I could play play a lot of positions for him so um, he said obviously we'll start with one but it, it's helpful to learn all of them which is the case in any defense obviously so I'm excited to get working for him. Well it's so interesting too because when you first started your college career it is walk on uh, at Montana, and now sort of back to that same kind of scenario with the Seahawks, mm-hmm. right? So uh, is there a way to sort of harness that and, and go back to sort of the beginning and, and, and go back to your walk-on days with the Grizz? Yeah, I think um, there's some similarities in there, definitely. But this is just a whole new level where um, I don't really see it as, you know, like walking on, but sure. it's it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same aspect where you got to, you're going to start at the bottom. You're going to work your way up, and um, you're going to earn the respect from from where you're at. And that's what I plan on doing. Well, make no mistake; they absolutely wanted you if they signed you to a contract. So uh, certainly a different yeah. dynamic than uh, than as a walkout. But I'm sure that mentality mm-hmm. will serve you well. Uh, last thing for you, and then we'll get you out of here. What what do you hope to accomplish? I mean, obviously you want to make this roster, but I mean, how how do you go about doing that? I mean, what is your your immediate goals here between now and, and the opening of the regular season? How do you get this done? And and uh, you know, what's kind of your mindset going into this experience? Well, I'm just gonna show up and do what I do. I'm gonna work work my butt off every single day, and um, I'm gonna prove to the coaches that I can be trusted and I can I can play from day one. Um, I want to prove that I can play on all special teams and. Um, help my team out however I can, and then from there I want to just earn playing time going going forward. And um, like I said, though I want to I want to completely buy into special teams first, and then make it happen from there. Gotta love it, Patrick O'Connell, former Grizz linebacker, now Seattle Seahawk linebacker here on Nuanas Now. Proud of you, man. Thanks so much for taking some time, and then we'll be in touch. But thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much, Colter. We'll talk to you soon. There you go, Patty O'Connell. We're going to keep on rolling. Ty Okada coming up here in just a quick minute. Nuan is now on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Okada, 
uh, former multiple-time All-Big Sky selection at MSU. He is also headed to the Seattle Seahawks, so we'll chat with him here uh, in just a quick minute. A couple of the other occurrences from over the weekend. Grizz Lacrosse, who we've been carrying on the ESPN MT app all season long. They keep on rolling. They are now the champions of the PNCLL. That's uh, the their, their conference championship. And so they get the auto bid out of the PNCLL to the national tournament in Round Rock, Texas. They take the four seed into the national tournament, and uh, they'll play Air Force in the first round on May 8th. So more on that here uh, in just a little while. Also, in terms of our programming, the, uh, the Seattle Kraken outlasted the Colorado Avalanche. So the Kraken, in their second season ever and their first season uh, in the playoffs, they oust the reigning Stanley Cup champions. So uh, a landmark win, certainly, for Seattle. We've had the, the Kraken games on the radio uh, for the duration of the season, and uh, we get some more hockey because they uh, keep on moving on. Our Montana football hour continues as we go again to the Regish Brothers RV phone line. And it probably sounds like a similar deal because we've had multiple signees out of the Big Sky Conference to the Seattle Seahawks. We're joined now by Ty O'Connor, one of our favorite guys. And again, we love having here on the show. Ty, congratulations, man. Uh, just take us through it. Uh, what, what was the weekend like for you? Where were you watching? And, and uh, how did it all play out? What was it like when the Seahawks uh, finally called and you got to sign that contract? Yeah, it was kind of kind of a roller coaster of emotions. I was back in my hometown of Woodbury, Minnesota, just hanging out with my family and uh, watching the draft from there. And just kind of throughout throughout the whole process and the draft, you're sitting there watching, especially on that third day when you know, hey, it's possible I get this call. You know, I've been talking with some of the teams that have a decent amount of picks towards the end of the draft, and, and you're kind of you, your phone starts to blow up a little bit towards you know halfway through the sixth round for me is when it kind of started to happen where teams start coming out with deals and opportunities and, and you know, going back and forth with the teams and my agent. We just felt like it was best to uh, go with Seattle. A great opportunity, phenomenal organization, uh, really good really good opportunity to come on there as an undrafted free agent where, where they've got a history of, of those guys being key contributors, a lot like when I walked on at Montana State, so I felt like I fit that culture the best. And it seemed like the best opportunity, so we're going to take it and run with it and looking forward to it. It's interesting when you're in sort of that realm of being a Saturday draft pick too, right? Because obviously being drafted, getting the contract that goes with it, uh, such a sense of pride and I'm sure such a feather in the cap, but also you, you probably actually have a little bit more control and a little bit more uh, say in your opportunity when you are an undrafted free agent. So, did you see that? And like you said, I mean, it seems like the Seahawks are a great fit for you. So, um just weigh those two factors for you. Obviously, would have loved to get drafted, but having a little bit of say in it is probably uh, a little bit freeing for you as well. Absolutely. And to your point, everyone everyone would love to hear their name called, and, and especially when you're one of those guys that's right on the edge of, you know, it, it could happen, it couldn't happen, and it just didn't happen that way. Uh, to your point, to have that control and to kind of look at rosters and have multiple opportunities like I did, it was it was great to have that control. And so, to your point, that that piece of it was really nice. Ty O'Connor joining us here on the Montana Football Hour to lead your Monday here on Nuanas Now. Ty, former All-Big Sky selection at Montana State, now headed to the Seattle Seahawks. One of four former Big Sky stars that are headed to Seattle, at least at this point, might even be more. Um, what do you think of that element? We talked to Patrick O'Connell earlier today. James Campbell's coming on here in just a little while. So uh, kind of cool that all the guys with Montana, uh, several of the guys at least with Montana ties are, are all headed to Seattle. So, I mean, what do you think that says about the Big Sky? What's it like for you, especially being able to go play in, a, uh, in the secondary with a guy you've already played with for several years and James Campbell? Absolutely. It's it's super exciting to go with those guys and, and to just have that, uh, you know, security of knowing, hey, I can bounce ideas off of these guys and know that they have my best interest and I'll look out. And, and, and that goes both ways. I'll look out for them as well. And and to be able to go over the playbook with each other and have that it will be a will be a great opportunity to just go there. And and they're both incredible people. I've gotten the chance to get to know Pat real well these last few years and uh, love his mentality. And obviously James, I've known him for for a while now and just an incredibly hard worker and, and, and great teammate and person. And so to be able to go there and experience that with those guys is something I'm really looking forward to. We talked leading up to the draft, just sort of the, the mindset change because you spend so much time at Montana State 
pouring all your effort and, and your heart and soul into this common good and, and building this team and building this program and, and doing all these things. And and you guys had such a great run there during your time with the Bobcats. But then you had to sort of readjust and, and make it all about you for a couple months. And now it's kind of back to the old way, right? So what do you expect that transition to be like? Now you're fighting to, to prove what you can mean to a team again. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that was a big piece of why I wanted to go with Seattle again. Totally. Like they're just their culture – their culture is very similar to that of Montana State, and it's very team-oriented and, and you know, not, not too many favorites being played. Just whoever can go out there and ball and take care of business is going to earn a job. And to have that opportunity where, where, hey, if you can prove that you can be a contributor, then we'll give you that opportunity. It's something that I really looked into and what I wanted out of a team. And, and now going there, it's, it's up to me to prove to those guys what I can do. And, and prove my worth and, and help the organization in any way that I can. And I'm really looking forward to doing that in Seattle. Schematically, do, do, have you ch- had a chance to watch much? I mean, I know you probably watch the Seahawks just because you've been in Montana the last six years. But do, do you have any idea schematically how you might fit into the scheme and, and what are they thinking for you in terms of position if you've had that conversation yet? Yeah, talking with the coaches, it sounds like they want to move me back to a true safety spot with the with the knowledge that I can still play on the inside, and they'll they'll move me around a little bit. But actually, starting back at free safety, there they run a three four, and they run a lot of nickel stuff as well. But it's but a three a three down, which is different than our four two five. And I'm really looking forward to that. You know, they're excited. They think that with my athleticism, that could maybe help me flourish back there in a true safety position. And and they know that I know ball, and and, and that'll be a easy transition for me, and, and so I'm really looking forward to that opportunity. You mentioned getting to play for a Hall of Fame coach. That's probably surreal knowing that you're going to be sitting in a meeting room with Pete Carroll uh, pretty soon, but what do you think of that opportunity? He's been so great, especially as a defensive coach, and especially in developing guys in the secondary. I mean, the Seahawks have had great secondaries for pretty much the duration of Pete Carroll's 13 seasons as the head coach, so uh, what do you think of the opportunity there? Without a doubt, I've just kind of thought about it like, hey, I'm going to come in there and be a sponge and soak up all the information that I can. I know that they've got a lot of knowledge to give through that throughout the entire coaching staff. Obviously, it starts with the head ball coach, and, and he's a legendary coach, so I'm really looking forward to that and, and just the culture and, and the team aspect of what Seattle brings, and I'm, I'm looking to help contribute to that in any way that I can. And so just coming in there with the mentality that, hey, I'm going to be a sponge, soak up all the information, and just learn while I roll there, and I, I'm super looking forward to that. Tyle Cotta here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Last thing for you then, man, what's the uh, what's the immediate future look like? Now you know where you're going, so um, just take us through it. I mean, how do you sort of attack these next couple months leading into the preseason, and, and uh, what are some of the goals? How, how do you manage everything that's coming at you here these next few weeks and months? Absolutely. You know, for me, I always look at it like this. you got to take care of the little things, and the big things take care of themselves, right? So... So just taking it one step at a time. Hey, when I go in there, what's my goal? All right, well, I'm going to get, you know, the playbook the first day, and I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to learn the playbook. I'm going to be a master of the playbook. And then you go out and you execute on the first day and the second day and the third day. But but it just all starts by taking it day by day. And everything that I do, whether it be in the meeting room or on the practice field or in the training room or in the weight room, is just, just being where my feet are at and, and being in the moment and, and being the best at what it is that I'm doing right then and there. And so just – and laser focus on the task at hand, and the big things down the road will take care of themselves. Well, we're super proud of you, man, and uh, best of luck with everything. We'll certainly be in touch over the next couple months, but go get them out there. I know everybody uh, from around the state of Montana is rooting for you. Tyle Cotta here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, as always, Coulter. There you go. Uh, I, I didn't want to make them tell the story too much, but it's interesting. Both Pat O'Connell and Tyle Cotta mentioned that they know each other uh, they've actually got to know each other very well because I think that uh, they're, they're dating a couple girls that are, were really good friends growing up their whole lives. I think Patty's actually getting married here uh, upcoming pretty soon. So uh, behind the, uh, the uh, curtain, so to speak, I think a lot of times we think, well, I think a lot of times fans think, ooh, Cats versus Grizz, everybody hates each other. It's just, it's really actually not the case. I actually think that Almost always, the players definitely do not hate each other. They have a healthy level of respect for each other. They, they certainly have passion and and even vitriol within the scope of the rivalry and sort of the broad premise of Bobcats versus Grizzlies. But, they, you know, I, I hear so often around Montana, and I, it's the number one thing that drives me so crazy because I think everybody could be way more happy if you just got rid of the hate 
Like, it's okay if you, you can be a big Grizz fan or you can be a big Cat fan. But then to also hate the other side, like I hear people say all the time, I can't even stand to be around that guy because he's what I'm not. <laughs> it, it's, it's so silly to me. You could just have so much more joy in your life if you just liked the team you liked. And, and you could totally have a competitive desire to beat the other side all day, every day, 365 for sure. My hating is so dumb. The players don't hate each other in this rivalry. In fact, a lot of times they're friends or even good friends. So I don't know. I, I digress. It's just something that bothers me so much. I hear it so often. I can't stand that guy because he likes the Grizz. I can't stand that guy because he likes the Cats. Man, it's so silly. <laughs> Regardless, congratulations to all the dudes with Montana ties or from around the Big Sky Conference or period, anybody and everybody that made it. Uh, at least this far in the NFL draft process. Uh, very cool. The one is now ESPN Radio, SWX, Montana Television, and ESPN MT app. As we mentioned, we just heard from Patrick O'Connell, former Grizz, Ty O'Connell, former Bobcat. Those two guys both headed to the Seattle Seahawks. James Campbell of the uh, former Montana State Bob, a former Montana State Bobcat corner. Sorry, there's sirens going off in the background, so I'm not sure what's going on. Out there on Reserve Street, hopefully, hopefully everything's okay. Uh, but James Campbell will join us here in about 20 minutes, so look forward to that. Uh, the other Big Sky guys that uh, have now continuing pro aspirations, at least to this point, Marte Mapu, the Big Sky defensive MVP out of Sac State. He is uh, was the lone Big Sky player drafted. He's headed to the New England Patriots. Callahan O'Reilly, formerly of Montana State, he's headed to the Chicago Bears for a minicamp invite. Justin Ford... Of the uh, former, formerly of the Montana Grizzlies, he's headed to Baltimore for a rookie minicamp invite. So, what's that mean? Rookie minicamp, they're going to bring in a, a bunch of rookies, and they're going to they're going to keep as many as they're going to keep, I guess. So, the way this works in the NFL now is, and this is, and we're going to probably get into this in the second hour, but but there's a re, there's a, a reason why I think more small school guys are going to get opportunities, and at the same time. Less are going to get drafted. I'll explain that better in the second hour. But NFL teams can now bring 90 to 95 guys to all of the offseason stuff. So that's mini camps, veteran mini camps, OTAs as they call them, optional training activities, then training camp, and then the preseason, right? But it used to be, and especially if you follow hard knocks, you know sort of how the procedure works. Every week during the preseason, they cut 10 to 12 to 14 guys until they go from 95 down to 53. Well, now, because there's one less preseason week, only three preseason games, it's all just one cut. So they go from 90 to between 90 and 95. Every team's different, but they can carry it up to 95 guys. Most teams carry 90 to 95 guys. They can. They carry all those players all the way up to the final preseason game. And then the next Monday, everybody essentially cuts almost half your roster. So the opportunities are increased, even though the, the numbers that make an active roster stay the same. So a rookie mini camp is they bring a bunch of rookies in basically for a tryout. And then those guys are vying for spots on that then core of 90 plus that's going to do all the offseason stuff leading into the preseason. So uh, it's uphill sledding for sure uh, to get a to go from a rookie minicamp to get a spot on the roster and then do all the offseason stuff, but it's still a foot in the door. So Callahan O'Reilly going to the Chicago Bears for rookie minicamp. Justin Ford going to the Baltimore Ravens for rookie minicamp. A couple other Big Sky signees, Nick Amoa of UC Davis, he signed with the Chicago Bears. Chris Coleman of Cal Poly, he signed with the uh, – um, the Miami Dolphins, sorry, I said he signed with the Mustangs. No, he played for the Mustangs. He signed with the Miami Dolphins. And then Elijah Dotson, who was an all-big sky running back at Sac State, finished his career in Northern Colorado. He signed with the Chargers. So plenty more uh, NFL draft stuff in hour number two. This is the Montana football hour. It's about to be the Montana basketball hour here in just a quick minute. Thanks to Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to a changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies, 
backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Expecting Connor Dick in studio. He is a Missoula Hellgate product who uh, made his college decision recently. He's going to stay home to play for the University of Montana. We'll do that next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. That is now on ESPN Radio. So around here, we oftentimes play hip-hop, and if I'm choosing it, I'm always choosing old school. These guys are trying to educate me at all the new stuff, so I'm trying to get as educated as possible. I had almost no clue who Juice World was. I I heard the name, whatever. No idea. But the great series on HBO, Music Box, they do these like music-style documentaries. I watched the one on Juice World last night. My mind was blown. I had no idea. First of all, what a tragic end for this guy. He was only like 21 or 22 years old. I also had no idea he's like the biggest streaming artist ever. No clue. So here we are. We're listening to some Juice World here on your Monday. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We were talking all things football to get things started, but now we're going to talk some hoops because we had some big news last week. Connor Dick joining me in studio. Are you Juice World guy? Do you know anything about this guy? I, I did listen to Juice World. I still do a little bit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's the thing? What's the hook? Why is everybody so into this guy? I don't know. I mean, I think people like the music he makes. They like the, his lyrics and stuff. Uh, he's like, his whole deal is he's like an epic freestyler, right? Mm-hmm. He just lays it down, and, and and he's like he's like a savant. Watching this documentary, this dude is just freestyling all the time. He also has some serious issues, and that's why he's no longer with us. But uh, it was definitely interesting for sure. I digress. We're here to talk hoops. Connor, as we have been telling you about, was our uh, vertical raise and ESPN MT, Class AA uh, Boys Basketball Player of the Year. We've been doing interviews with all four of our award winners, but we had this young man on the show right after the state championship. And so rather than rehash all of that, I said, hey, you'll be the last one in our interview series. When you figure out what you're going to be doing, let me know, and then you can come on. We'll give you a trophy. So here we are. The news of the day on Friday was this guy staying home. He's a Missoula Hellgate almost graduate and uh, going to stay home to play for the University of Montana. So, uh, first of all, congrats, man. And, Thank uh, you, man. Take, take us through it. I mean, uh, probably the the choice that you hoped came to fruition, but how did it all go down? Yep. I mean, uh, you know, it's such a long process as far as recruiting all your high school career. And, for sure. And the thing I just wanted to focus on during season is, is just high school. Uh, and so I really took the time all season and put all my – focus into winning a state championship and stuff like that. And so I think after that season ended, after our season ended, I um, I decided, I was like, all right, now it's time where I'm going to kind of figure this stuff out. And so I looked into all of our, my options and stuff. I had meetings with all all the places I was thinking about going, and um, I couldn't say no to the Grizz. I mean, it's just such a something I've always dreamed of doing, you know, living here. So, yeah. More on that in just a minute. I know we got a caller, though. Pete Hamill. Our guy at Vertical Race, one of the guys that helped us, come, actually the guy that helped me come up with this idea for these awards, and the guy that spearheaded this and got the trophies and all that, uh, he's on the line. So I know he wanted to say what's up to you. So, uh, Pete, go ahead. Man, you didn't have to cut off what Connor was saying to, be, to get me in. I'm happy to hang out. But um, I just wanted to call in and congratulate you, Connor. Um, that that state championship game that Coulter and I were at, um, one of the best state championship performances that, that I've ever seen um, put the team on your back and you were kind of that way all year. And I know that 
the the level of respect that you have throughout this state for the way that you carry yourself, the way you conduct yourself and go about business is pretty unparalleled. I wish I was half as classy as you are when I was 18 years old. And, and we're super proud of you, man. I'm glad you're sticking around. Stoked to watch you go play for the Grizz. And, and congrats, Connor. You deserve it, man. Thanks, Pete. That really means a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. I, this this was such a cool award. I remember when yeah. I saw that on Instagram. Whether you guys are doing that, that's really exciting. So yeah, thank you guys a lot. It means a lot. If you want to get a hold of you Pete, you always can. VerticalRaise.com. and uh, he he is the rep here in Montana. So if you need help raising any funds, uh, hit him up. Anything else to add before we get you out of here, Peter? No, that's it, man. I just wanted to congratulate Connor and you guys. Get back to it. I'm excited to, awesome. to listen Thank for you. the rest of the show. Drop drop some nuggets on me, Colter. <laughs> All right, I will, buddy. I'll text you soon. Thanks for uh, thanks for chiming in. Uh, Cutter Dick joining us in studio. Our vertical Rays and ESPNNT Class AA uh, Boys Basketball Player of the Year. Uh, you got some family ties down there, too. I mean, pretty much all the family, right? Uh, yep. Your dad played for the Grizz. Your mom played for the Lady Grizz. Your sister plays for the Lady Grizz. So, um does that come with pressure? Uh, what, what do you think of being like the next dick to play for the for the Grizz? Yeah, there's a certain pressure, you know, but um, it's I good think, pressure though, uh, right? It's great pressure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool. It's kind of a, a legacy, I'm, you know, we're trying to build, and and so I'm I'm really excited to be able to, you know, be so close to my sister still, and you know, wear the same uniform as her again, and being close to the family and being able for them to be here and watch us play and stuff. So it was really exciting, and that was definitely part of it, you know, on why I chose to stay here. But yeah. Awesome. Uh, the it, Hellgate's got a great lineage of great basketball players. I was trying to think, though. I think the last guy from Hellgate to play for the Grizz, I think, is Jack McGillis, who's one of my good buddies growing up. And uh, so it's been a little while. Yeah. So, so what do you think of that element? There was a whole run in the 90s, like when your dad and, and J.R. Camel yeah. and Sam Riddle and a bunch of great guys. So what do you think is sort of extending it, uh, Hellgate to the Grizz now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome. I think it's like a really really great opportunity that not everyone gets a shot at and so I'm, I'm super happy to go represent Hellgate down there it's only you know a few blocks away so it's awesome I, I feel great being able to represent Hellgate and play here there's been an interesting transition that's happened to uh, the, the Frontier Conference has been recruiting Montana hard and there's been a bunch of guys that have chosen hey we're going to play basketball we're going to play at the Frontier and mm-hmm. like you look at all these, all four of the Montana Frontier Conference teams but also College Idaho oh, too yeah. so um was that hard to, to not want to go that way? Because I know there's a bunch of guys you played with and against that are all going to be playing at either Tech or College Idaho or wherever it might be. Yeah, exactly. I have, like, you know, all the all my buddies in Montana, you know, we're all right. in, in a similar boat in a way where we, we, we're trying to figure out what we want to do. And, and I kind of, you know, drew my process out and waited later to decide. But it was one of those things where I'm seeing all them, you know, decide to stay in the frontier sure. or go to College Vida. You know, like, I'm really good friends with Dougie people. Sure. So I, when I saw that, I was like, it made it tougher. But I, I think I knew... You know, in my heart, exactly what I wanted to do, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna better myself here, and I'm gonna try to make my name of myself here again, and so yeah, I think that's those are all factors, though, for sure. Well, I I certainly think that uh, even more, and we've talked about this before. I think more guys than get the opportunity could play Division One that come out of Montana high schools. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think it's under recruited, first of all. I think a lot, almost all of them are multi-sport athletes. I mean, you were a great football player, mm-hmm. too, so you haven't specialized yet. Once you specialize, your ceiling's a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, what gives What gives you the confidence? What, what, what makes you think you can play at the Division One level? I mean, I've, been, I've I've played with them in open gyms before, and I've, yeah. I've, I've got to know some of the guys. And like I said, I high school season is so different than what it's going to be like in college, oh, obviously. For sure. And like when I would play in AAU and, you know, Pittsburgh and LA and all those different sure. places. And it's a totally different game in the aspect of like just positions. So when I was here in Montana, I, I'm seen as one of the bigger guys totally. in the state, and, right. which is <laughs> hilarious to me because anywhere else I played basketball, I'm, you know, small. Your, your normal size, normal wing, size right. maybe small. I can play right. seven footers. And so right. that's one thing that, you know, I, I, I feel good about because I'm not going to be what I played in high school. It's, it's a different, it's going to be, I'm going to be a different player than I was in, in high school. I'll be right. more like a two, you know. Rather in high school, I was one through five, mostly five, just because of the size thing. So totally. when you're talking about it's hard to recruit in Montana, it totally is. I, I understand the coaches. They, it's hard to recruit guys who are six four playing posts. <laughs> right. When it's at a Division one level. So, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I, I'm confident that I'm going to be able to, like you said, specialize myself in basketball and really focus on it now, especially my position. So, yeah, I'm really confident. I'm excited to do it. Connor Dick in studio, our vertical raise and ESPN MT Class AA Boys Basketball Player of the Year, and now recent commitment to the University of Montana, staying home here uh, in Missoula to play for the Grizzlies. 
How about just the the staff? I mean, what have you thought of, of just the, sort of the recruitment process from them, and what do you think of this chance to go play for Coach Takir and the boys? I, I love the staff. You know, my dad and Coach Takir played together, so there's right. a tie there. But um, I've you know I grew up going to the Grizz hoop camps and all those things like that, so I've been around it. I you know I've got a friend, Caden Bateman, who played a Big Sky. Sure. He's, he's at the Grizz, and I've you know got to know some of the players, and so. It's a really great program. I think you know it's gonna head. It's gonna turn back, and we're gonna be really good, like we've been in the past. But um, yeah, I'm really excited. A little resurgence of Montana guys too, because you, you mentioned Caden Bateman. Rhett Reynolds is down yeah, there Rhett. too. So uh, I don't know. I think I think that there's a sense of pride in that. So what do you think of, of being a part of that kind of representing for the state of Montana? Oh, that's that's like a huge thing. I want to make sure these other guys coming in from out of state know what it means to put on a Montana jersey because you know I do, and I know Caden and Rhett do because they've grown up with it, but. That's one thing I'm really excited about, too. Uh, just just from a school perspective, do you have any idea what you want to go to school for? Uh, I think I'm going into business. Nice. Well, great business school yep. uh, at the University of Montana, so that should be uh, a great fit. Uh, so what's the what's the summer look like for you? I, I know you got some All-Star games coming mm-hmm. up. Well, what, what's uh, what's the next couple months look like? Yeah, we got the Montana-Wyoming All-Star game, which I'm excited about to get a chance to play with all those friends I've made. And, and, um, and big pressure, too, because Steve Keller... Steve's won about a thousand games, but this is his last one. So I know it's. We, <laughs> someone was telling me that, and we what if we run like twenty in a row or something? <laughs> For sure. And, and it's I, his last I mean, one, Coach so. Keller's been coaching since before I was born, I think. So uh, it'll be a fun thing for you guys yes. though to try to send him so off. We're, we're not going to mess around. I think. <laughs> we'll have fun, but I, yeah, we're, we're not. Well, I promise, I promise you this: Steve Keller's not going to let you mess no. around. <laughs> nope. Well, that'll be uh, super fun. Uh, last thing for you, then: uh, what do you, what do you hope to accomplish between now and joining the Grizz? I mean, what do you want to work? on what are the goals um i think the, the main thing i want to work on right now is you know get back into shape and get and i think so i'm in a red shirt my freshman year sure and so one thing that i'm excited to do is really work on my body and stuff because yeah. you know in high school it's so difficult because you're going from sport to sport to sport for to sure sport. and i have that injury and so i really i haven't had a chance to to just focus on my body and not have to worry about being sore for games or lifting during football season for basketball you know all those other scenarios so well i think that's the one thing i'm gonna work on is try to make my body as good as I can make it for the division one level. What has you most excited about this chance? Oh, there, there are so many things that get me excited. Just right, right after when I announced it, I mean, I couldn't stop smiling. It, it felt so good to just say it, you know, and be able to tell people finally. But um, I, I think what I'm excited is I have a lot, you know, I have to prove everything I want now. It's, I got the opportunity, but I have nothing's been like given to me yet. There's been no promises or anything. So I have to go out there and, and earn everything I want. So. Well, we'll certainly be rooting for you, and we're very proud of you. Connor Dick in studio with us, Vertical Rays and ESPN MT Class AA Boys Basketball Player of the Year and now a Montana Grizz men's basketball commitment. Thanks for coming in, man. Yep, thank you. I really appreciate it. The Montana Football Slash Basketball Hour. We're going to go back to football now because we got James Campbell coming up, recent Seattle Seahawks signee. It's presented by Blackfoot Communications. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right services for you and your small business, visit GoBlackfoot.com. Times three Montana guys go to the Seahawks. We already heard from two of them. We'll hear from a third next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I always think of this. There's the great album, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. And anytime I'm trying to listen to new hip hop, I'm always thinking, The Miseducation of Coulter Nuanez. <laughs> Just trying to catch up, you know? I'm turning 36 on Friday. I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm not, though. I'm actually not. I'm actually fully in. I'm, I'm fully in on embracing the, uh, the almost middle age. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you're having a great start to your week. It is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Our jam-packed first hour, the Montana Football Slash Basketball Hour. We're back on football. It continues now with a young man 
who just signed with the Seattle Seahawks. Does that sound familiar? We already heard from Patrick O'Connell, former Grizz. We already heard from Ty O'Connell, former Bobcat. Now we got another former Bobcat, James Campbell, joining us here on Nuanas. Now, James, thanks so much for being with us, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. First of all, where are you at in the world? I know you're from Florida. Did you go back home for this process, or where were you at this last weekend when all this stuff was going down? Oh, yeah. I came back to Palaka, Florida. I'm here now with some family. Well, that's so awesome. I, I know that it's always a, an intense time when you're kind of waiting to see where you're going to go. Uh, but take us through it from your perspective. What was going on on Saturday? How did it all play out? When did you start hearing from teams? And, and what ultimately had you uh, land in Seattle? Um, honestly, uh, there was a lot going on. Um, just watching the draft and seeing if my neighbor get called or not. Um, Seattle called right before the draft ended, and they were just like, uh, I want you to come here, Seattle Seahawks. And uh, I discussed it over with my agent, and we thought it was the best option, honestly. What, what was that moment like, knowing that you, that you persevered through all the stuff you did at Montana State, and now you're getting a shot in the NFL? Uh, it was like a dream come true, honestly. Um, it was exciting, and just so wholesome, honestly. Um, it was a lot of relief just getting to the door, so... That was, that was definitely exciting for me. James Campbell here on Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. He just recently signed with the Seattle Seahawks. For those that don't know the backstory, this young man he mentioned from Palaka, Florida, came to Montana State, was a high school quarterback, cut his teeth playing some wide receiver first and foremost there at MSU, then started standing out on special teams, so they moved him to defense, battled injuries from pretty much start to finish, but but you never gave up, man. So what, what was the thing that kept you in it? How, how were you able to stay dedicated to it and, and what kept you just keep on pushing on uh, there during your time at Montana State? Honestly, just uh, a, relentless, a relentless effort um, and my support staff, my family, my coaches, my teammates, uh, just waking up and knowing like uh, give it all I got and don't quit, honestly. You could tell you have a great support system back home. When, when we wrote a, our senior feature on you, during the season last year, I think it set a record for the most shares on Facebook and Twitter. You got all sorts of people from down there in Florida that got your back. So what was their reaction? I know you're doing this for more than just yourself. You're doing this for all your family and all your people, too. So uh, that must have been pretty cool to share with them. What was their reaction when you found out you're going to the NFL? Yeah, they were, they were stoked. I mean, they are still excited for me. Um, they're happy for me. And just uh, my heart rate paying off. Um, this is the first time like something like this ever happened in my family. So just reaching this is um, very, very good for us. So um, excited and just ready to get to work. When it comes to going to the Seahawks, uh, they have such a great defensive uh, tradition, especially uh, under Pete Carroll over these last 13 or 14 years. So uh, what do you hope your role is, and what do they tell you that they maybe want your role to be? Uh, I'm excited the play for a defense obviously like you said they're known for a defense um they want me to play corner and special teams where you got play as well like that that's where i made my money at so um special teams are a big uh special teams guy also a corner the special teams element i think that you ty okada patrick o'connell all three of these guys that are going to the seahawks you guys have all initially made your impacts at your respective colleges on special teams. So do you think that gives you an advantage just knowing that you can make an impact and that you played so many special teams at Montana State? Um, I think that definitely helps. Like, we we have a lot of techniques that we already know. I, I believe that helps a lot. Um, just going into Seattle with the mindset, obviously, um, doing whatever it takes and if special teams is what it is, then we'll do it, I feel like. And getting to share this uh, moment with, with Ty as well, both of you guys going to Seattle. I mean, what was that part like? Have you got a chance to talk to him yet? And if so, I mean, what's that conversation like? You guys both going to the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have him go. Um, I called him the other day when we first found out. I was like, yeah, I can't be, uh the band's back together. They can't break us up. <laughs> so it's exciting, especially um, when Ty first got here in the summer, I was the first person he met, so... We've always had that connection of being really close to each other. Well, super cool. James Campbell, former Montana State Bobcat, and now recently minted a new Seattle Seahawk, joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. 
Uh, last thing for you, then what's the next couple of months look like for you, and, and uh, how do you hope to sort of make the most of this opportunity? Um, just working hard, like I always do. Um, work hard, train, soak up as much information as I as I can with the coaches, the players, and teammates. Um, just learning every every position, the ins and outs of the, of the defense. Well, very good, man. We are uh, very proud of you, and uh, best of luck with everything. We'll certainly be in touch. Uh, between now and the preseason, but uh, go get them this summer and uh, go make us all proud. But we're definitely proud of you around here. Thanks for being here, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. James Campbell, three for three. Montana to Seattle. It's a pretty, actually, uh, geographically at least, easy transition. So we'll see how all those young men fare. But uh, certainly pretty cool. You got former Big Sky standouts, Patrick O'Connell of Montana, Ty O'Connor, and James Campbell of Montana State, all of them headed to the Seattle Seahawks. We actually stayed on track. Tommy would be so proud. Four guests, one hour, the Montana football slash basketball hour. Missed anything in it, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which, like the Montana football and basketball hour, is presented by Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications has been serving Montana homes for more than six decades, providing communities with new and better ways to communicate in and connect to a changing world. With their expanding high-capacity fiber network and innovative voice solutions, Blackfoot's customers have access to the latest technologies backed by 24-7 technical support. To learn more about how Blackfoot can provide the right service for your business, visit goblackfoot.com. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. We got a bunch to get to. First... Why do I believe that less and less Big Sky and FCS players will get drafted, but more and more will have at least an opportunity to get a foot in the door? A rundown of everybody from the FCS ranks that did go in the draft, a debate over the, uh, the prospects of the burgeoning Big Sky Conference men's basketball all-star team that's being assembled uh, at Utah State. Plus, I got plenty to say about the NBA. LeBron, Steph, Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard. I got a bunch to rant about. A, a fun-filled hour number two coming at you. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. Your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 